What's going on, everybody? Josh Engelman for awesomeo.com, and I am back with my NFL top fives on DraftKings for week 11. Now, be sure to hit that like button, subscribe to the channel, and hit the notification bell so you know when everything goes live. Follow me on Twitter, at Josh Engelman. Let me know in the comment section, who is your favorite and least favorite of my top fives for this weekend slate? Finally, shout out to Jock Market for being the presenting sponsor of this video. Use the promo code AWESOMO when signing up to get up to $50 on your first deposit. Now you can see on screen, I've got my optimal odds for defenses. We're not going to dig in there, but Panthers and Browns looking pretty good. Who will be my top five at tight end, wide receiver, running back, and quarterback? It's time to find out. Nothing too crazy at tight end this week. First up at number five, we've got Travis Kelsey. He is 7,100, projected for 17.5 fantasy points. Kansas City is taking on Dallas. They are two and a half point favorites with a 56 point game total. It's the number nine offense at PFF going up against the number 22 defense. So a pretty good spot, all things considered, for KC. Three and a half percent chance for Kelsey to go for more than 30, 10% chance to be in the optimal lineup. This feels like a really good get-right spot for Kelsey, although he's been right basically the whole season, so I don't really know what else to add. 7100 seems like a really nice price. If you need to save a little bit more salary, go to $5,200 Mike Gesicki, projected for 13 fantasy points. The Dolphins are taking on the Jets. They're three-and-a-half-point favorites in New York, 44-and-a-half-point total. The number 24 offense against the number 29 defense. This isn't a ceiling game scenario, but 11% of the time, Mike Gesicki will be in the optimal lineup. That's enough to get him to the number four spot. I think he's pretty cost-effective here against the Jets. Now, if you really need to pay down, number three, Cole Komet is your guy. 3,400, projected for nine fantasy points. The Bears are five and a half point underdogs, 44 and a half point total. It's the number 22 offense against the number 10 defense. None of that really fits other than the fact that you think uh, Chicago should probably have to throw a bit late in the game. But what you're trying to do is buy a cheap touchdown and 3,400 works for Komet. 12% likelihood to be in the optimal lineup. It's not going to be fun, but if you need to pay down, my number three tight end certainly works. Tough matchup, but another solid value. $4,400 Dallas Goddard projected for 11 and a half. Phillies taking on New Orleans. They're two-point favorites with a 43-point total. This is a very good offense. They're 19th. It is a very good defense. They're third, so it's a pretty tough spot for Goddard. We're not looking for a ceiling here either. So a 12.6% chance to be in the optimal. That's pretty good at tight end. That's enough to get him into the two spot. But not to number one, where we have a pretty firm grasp on that top spot. And the number one tight end is Darren Waller, 6,100, projected for 17 fantasy points. The Raiders are taking on Cincinnati. It's a coin flip game with a 50-point uh, overall total. 16th on offense against the number 28 defense. This looks like an incredible spot for Waller, and you know how involved he is. Plus, the price is coming down. 3% chance to go for more than 30. 17% likelihood to be the optimal tight end, and that makes him the number one tight end for the slate. On to the wide receivers and number five, Brandon Cook, 6K, projected for 16. Houston's taken on Tennessee. They're going to have to throw because they are 10-point underdogs with a 44-point total. They are the worst offense in football, going up against the middle-of-the-pack Tennessee defense. 1% likelihood for Cooks to go for more than 30, but you're happy to just get him in there for volume at 6K. 15% chance for Cooks to be in the optimal Everything looks pretty similar from 2 through 10, but number 1, certainly pulling away. 
If you need a ceiling of paying up for Tyreek Hill, probably not the worst idea at number four, 8,200 projected for 22. We touched on Kansas City earlier, 56 point game total. We're expecting a lot of fantasy points and we know how many Tyreek Hill can put on the board on his big days. 18% chance for him to go for more than 30. 17% chance that he's in the optimal lineup. So that's probably what you need to get it done at 8,200. But there aren't a lot of guys with the same sort of ceiling as Tyreek Hill, and I'm happy to pay that $8,200 price tag for this week. Another guy in the mid-tier would be Tyler Lockett at 6K. He's projected for 16.5 fantasy points. Seattle is a 2.5-point dog with a 48-point total against Arizona. The number 13 offense against the number 14 defense, so completely neutral from that regard. 2% chance of going for more than 30, so there's a small ceiling there. 17% likelihood to be in the optimal. Exact same as Tyreek Hill, because you can just get there with slightly less fantasy points. It's a coin flip between the two. Lockett takes the tiebreaker just from a price perspective. I think he's a little bit easier to fit into your lineups. So he is in at number three. We mentioned Tyreek Hill as a payup option, but now we've got number two, Devontae Adams, 8,400, projected for 24 fantasy points. We got another coin flip game here, Packers and Vikes, 47 point total. The number five offense against the number six defense, but this is the biggie. A 24% likelihood for Adams to go for more than 30. A 19% chance to be in the optimal lineup. So you probably need like 27, 28. He is the elite pay-up option for this week. Finally, in at number one for the wide receiver position, that would be T. Higgins, 5,400. Projected for 16 and a half. Taken on a Raiders team that... We're going to have a 50-point total. It's the number 12 offense against the number 11 defense, so nothing too crazy. He can go for more than 30. It only happens about 2% of the time. But at 5,400, given this current projection, he is in the optimal lineup 27% of the time, well ahead of every other wide receiver and my very clear number one contender at wideout. On to the running backs now, where business really picks up in that top three. In at number five, not looking all that different than some of the other guys, would be Michael Carter. He's 5,800, projected for 15 and a half. Jets are only three and a half point underdogs against Miami. They're a bad offense. Miami's a bad defense, but you expect Carter to have to be involved given how close this game should be. Hopefully they can work their way into the red zone. 1% chance to go for more than 30, 17% likelihood to be in the optimal. That's a pretty good value for 5,800, but we, we're going to have to talk pretty in depth about the top three dudes here. Similar to Carter, at number four, we've got David Montgomery, 5,500, projected for 15.7. Chicago and Baltimore, it's not a really good spot for the Bears, but it's good enough because of Montgomery's price tag. Same thing for Carter, 1% chance to go for more than 30, but a 20% likelihood to be in the optimal lineup. I think his floor is just a little bit higher. Higher Ceiling might be a, a hair higher as well. Baltimore, number 10 defense. I'm worried, but not too worried. Now is where we take the leap up into the next tier. Number three, James Conner, 6,100, projected for 18 fantasy points, taken on Seattle. Arizona is the number eight offense going up against the number 20 defense, so I really like the spot. Five and a half percent chance for Conner to go for more than 30. That looks pretty good. 26% chance to be in the optimal. Now we're getting into it. If you're spending in the 6K range, you definitely want to have your eye on James Conner. Next up at number two, similar in price tag to Connor, but actually a little bit cheaper. $5,700 Miles Gaskin. Projected for 17. Miami's taken on the Jets. This feels like an absolutely incredible spot for Gaskin. 2.5% chance to go for more than 30. 27% chance to be in the optimal lineup. But anytime you can take a running back 
up against the Jets in a game where it's like they're still the favorite and Miami's not even that good. Like this, it's going to be, uh, I don't want to say this out loud, but it's going to be hard for Gaskin to like truly fail. Touchdown luck is what you're looking for. Would you be surprised if he scored t two TDs? I certainly wouldn't. But the number one running back this week, AJ Dillon, 6,200, projected for 19 and a half. Gonna get a huge workload for the Packers against Minnesota. So I'm more than okay going to AJ Dillon. Happy to pair him up with Devontae Adams as well. Uh, Green Bay in a coin flip game against Minnesota. Eight and a half percent chance for Dillon to go for more than 30. Uh, he's gonna be very necessary in that regard. 30% chance for him to be in the optimal lineup. That looks absolutely fantastic. I love getting to AJ Dillon. I think he's in a really good spot. And at 30%, he is the guy you're going to want more than any other running back on the slate. Now, before we touch on the quarterbacks, one last reminder, please hit that like button, subscribe to the channel and hit the notification bell so you know when everything goes live. Follow me on Twitter at Josh Engelman. And please let me know in the comment section, who are your key plays for week 11. And don't forget to check out Jock Market while using the promo code AWESOMO. In at number five, I feel like I'm doing a video from five years ago or more. $4,600 Joe Flacco projected for 16. The Jets are three and a half point dogs. They project as the number 29 offense with Joe Flacco under center. That's not very good. He does not have a chance to go for more than 30. And, you know, I guess in theory he does, but like, let's be clear, he doesn't. 6% uh, likelihood to be in the optimal lineup. Somebody had to be fifth. Just don't worry too much about like the order of operations for some of these guys. The difference between being fifth and being like 15th is basically nothing. 4,600 just sort of works if you need it. It's just not gonna feel good. Switching sidelines, same sort of job, although at least two is young. 5,500 projected for 20, gets the matchup against the Jets, so it certainly feels pretty good. Also, not very likely for Tua to go for north of 30, but 9% chance to be in the optimal. Don't overthink it here. He just looks good relative to salary. You can make it work if you need to. Don't overreact to anything individually at quarterback. The stacks are more important. Now, when it comes to quarterbacks with elite feelings, we're in here with Pat Mahomes at number three, 7,600, projected for 25. Absolutely great matchup from a fantasy perspective against Dallas with this 56 point total. 19% likelihood to go for more than 30. 10% chance to be in the optimal. So you're probably gonna need uh, well more, well, you're probably gonna need like 35, something like that. Seems about right. Uh, clearly stacks up very nicely with Travis Kelsey or Tyreek Hill. Uh, it's gonna be an expensive one, but I think there's enough value out there. So don't be afraid to get the Pat Mahomes. Uh, that should be a very obvious statement. Matchup and price look great here. 5,900 for Derek Carr, projected for 21. This is a bad Cincy defense. It's a game total at 50 points, which is fantastic. 2% chance to go for more than 30. 12% likelihood to be in the optimal lineup. So you can probably get there in that 25 to 30 range. Gonna work out perfectly. Options galore. You can very clearly go to Darren Waller. But Carr's combination of price and upside looks incredible. Almost the number one guy. Almost. And finally, at the number one spot, watch out now, it's Cam Newton, 5,100, projected for 20. Carolina is a three-point favorite with a 43-point total. They are a bad offense, going up against an average defense. He's not likely to go for north of 30, but he's in the optimal lineup 18% of the time. He's got some real legitimate goal line threat here. Touchdowns are 
I don't want to say like very likely for Cam Newton, but they're probably more likely than just about anybody else from a quarterback perspective on the ground. That is, that's going to be very important. And it's not going to take a ton for Cam Newton to pay off a $5,100 salary. So if you got to go naked Cam this week, it's probably not the worst idea because he is my number one contender on the board. Alrighty, folks, that will do it. That's my NFL top five on DraftKings for week 11. There's a FanDuel version of this video around here somewhere, so make sure you check it out. Good luck this weekend, everybody. Win some money. I'll be back again next Sunday for another edition of my top fives.